Hi guys, and welcome to our latest Response Physio podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at OA, so osteoarthritis. Now, there's a lot of information out there, and there's often a lot of myths that surround OA. So we're going to look at some of those and hopefully give you some really helpful pointers um, on how you can help OA. And there's lots of things that I think we can do that are often not necessarily uh, talked about um, or given as options. um, And it's a bit sort of doom and gloom. uh, So it's not that at all. And we're going to try and bust that myth in today's episode. So let's dive in to the podcast. Hello again, Mark. Uh, morning. Hi, How Josh. Good morning. You okay? Yes, really well, thank you. Good, good, good. I'm sat good. in uh, sunny London. It's lovely. Is it? Yeah, so hi, mate. It's not too bad. Um, so we'll uh, we'll get stuck in. And we're going to talk today about OA, so osteoarthritis. Yeah. And I think it's probably one of those we've sort of, we've titled it actually, um, you know, can't do anything about OA, don't believe the lie. And yeah. That's something that I come across a lot, I think. I think most people are under this impression, oh, you know, I've got arthritis, you know, because, you know, it's that thing of body's just getting a little bit older, there's nothing you can do about it, that sort of thing. So... We've called it Don't Believe the Lie. Why have we called it that? Well, I, I agree with you is that you get people come. Uh, it's that conversation on the streets, isn't it? They know people know what you do. Yeah. They know you're a physio and they go, oh, I've got, uh, I've got arthritis. So that's it. Yeah. And, um, and actually, this, the, the, that's just an acceptance of pain and discomfort mm. isn't it and i, and I uh, you know i i get i've got some thumb arthritis we'll probably come into that in a minute and um uh, if i allow it to get into a position and stay in that position it's a throb that takes over your brain <laughs> you can't you can't it just constantly comes back and talks to you all the time about yeah about i'm not right i'm not yeah. you know saying this thing to you so actually there's there's tons you can do about an arthritis if you understand the process mm. and instead of the instead of the the you know people go to the doctor and they go oh, i'm sorry it's arthritis it's arthritis you know so mm. <laughs> you and 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 we've we as a society have come to accept that haven't we so yeah it's only when you've got a bit of knowledge about it so we need to pass a bit of knowledge on and um and, and solve that silence that goes with well so there's nothing you can do with it really yeah we need to sort that out well we've tantalized them and i think maybe we'll come back to that point then eh? so before we get to that point uh maybe let's just go into a little bit of what oa is and also maybe isn't as well um so so obviously there are i guess there's two uh, forms of arthritis in there in terms of osteoarthritis, which we're focused on today. But there's then yep. also rheumatoid. So just just talk us through a little bit about OA, um, yep. and then also just for people just to be aware of what sort of the difference are between they? that and RA. So it, it's probably easier to go. Well, no, it's not. Let's go OA first. So osteoarthritis <laughs> is when the joint is wear and tear. Yeah. Yeah. What that means is. The cartilage is thinning. The the um, the 
the brain is telling is is noticing that the cartilage is thinning and so the brain sometimes has a, a route where it goes well we need to do something about that so what i'll do is i'll just i'll lay more bone around the joint mm. and so the re it doesn't really work but you can sort of see why the brain's wired that way mm. you know the cartilage is thinning i must need to do something about that i can't really grow more cartilage so what else can I do? What else can I do to help this joint feel a bit more stable? And so, in fact, that extra bone is is a way that it's trying to do something about it. Yeah, I've said that it's not it's not working. So, mm. um, so that's arthritis, and that can happen. That tends to happen in singular joints. You know, you tend to be a certain age to get it. Although, I think if you if you stick to as a medical person, if you stick to an age range you'll miss the ones that don't fit into the age range because sometimes people mm. get it earlier. Yeah, yeah of course. And, um, uh, and then rheumatoid arthritis is, is what they call systemic. It, can, uh, it tends to attack uh, both sides of the body at once. It's, it's inflammation that gets travelled in the blood. It's got a variety of factors to do with the way the body works, um, not, not just mechanically not just uh, in the joints but mm. in other areas as well um and uh um and it often starts you know both thumbs at the same time or both mm. fingers at the same time or both shoulders at the same time it often starts in that sort of form yeah um, and, and that's that's a specialism in itself really understanding that understanding what works to help it uh, there's a whole series of things around that so yeah. we want to we want to most people have the osteoarthritis and that's what we want to try and get the, the mm. positive information about and what they can do for themselves yeah so if we go back to the scenario of then someone you know realizing over time things are a bit achy uh you know i'll go and see i'll go see the doctor i'll go and see my physio i'll go see a medical professional and they go okay think it's a bit of osteoarthritis easy yeah. to say uh wear and tear and then they get filled with that silence. What yeah. are some of the things that then sometimes fill that silence of, well, we could maybe do this or we maybe so, could do that. I'll give you, a, I'll give you an example. I saw a lady uh, in clinic the other day. Um, it was, it was in part of the work we do with some, um, some NHS GP surgeries and she booked in and she came in and she went, oh, you know, I've got pain in my index finger. Uh, I think it's arthritis so but i thought i'll get it checked but i think it's arthritis mm. right and it, that total voice that way of saying things was was very much at the forefront um and i was like okay um any reason for it to come on no any any injury any reason for you to think it's arthritis so rather than mm. one of the worst things that happens in clinic and, and probably happens in lots of conversations you know on the as you pass your neighbor is people go oh well it must be arthritis and if she's telling me it's arthritis it must be arthritis yeah yeah and actually what makes you think it's arthritis oh well i just i just thought it was <laughs> yeah oh, right. okay just this almost inevitability yeah yeah and, uh, she was she was in her 40s maybe maybe just gone into 50s nothing yeah nothing you know nothing unusual so as we went through it uh good any other injuries no any other medical problems no so anything that could cause this this feeling and as we went through it we tracked the pain in her finger 
back up to a forearm where the muscles were all tight. So all the muscles that attach into the finger were rock, were doing something funny. Mm. We followed that into the elbow. The elbow was tight and tender in places. We followed that up into the arm, and then we followed it into the shoulder. Oh, I did have a shoulder injury 20 years ago. Mm. Oh, right, okay. So you, you've sort of been compensating for that for, for the last 20, 20 years. Oh, yeah. right. No arthritis in a finger, and actually needed to strengthen a shoulder and the way the body was was that she'd adapted to the shoulder she changed the position for the elbow mm. so she was now um she was now thinking she had arthritis in the finger but she didn't mm. yeah. yeah so maybe the first thing is actually we come to an assumption that it oh must be oa must be arthritis must because, be because tear but actually, and that here's the thing isn't it is because i'm getting older yeah right and I'm, i'll be like well how old are you 45 <laughs> well but I'm older than you, so therefore, how come I haven't got arthritis? <laughs> and I'm using my hands all day, every day. And I'm using my hands all day, but I haven't got arthritis. So yeah. ha- it, 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 people's assumption that there's an age thing that, that that oh, you know, and it starts young these days. People are like, yeah, it must mm-hmm. be arthritis at 45. Uh. So I just think we need to get out of that habit and get things checked for being a medical problem first and then mm-hmm. and then we move on from there really yeah so you mentioned an instance there with an index finger i guess that's quite a uh, peripheral area somewhere sort of just in the corner yeah, yeah. the ones that come across uh, and that we come across quite commonly so i'm thinking sort of hip and knee are sort of the yeah. classic ones aren't they so just talk to us a bit more about maybe some of those common ones and then also the types of things that then people get offered as a Here's what we could do about it. So the the hips and knees is obviously the most common ankle, bit of foot stuff in there. And um, uh, what when you get pain around your hip and knee, yeah, the first thing that happens is the muscle around that pain switches off. Hmm. So you get it, you put up with it for a bit, you put up with it for a bit. It now starts to it, it begins to limit what you can do. So you think, I'll go to the doctor. You yeah. just put up with it for six weeks, right? In that six weeks, it's the, the leg has weakened. All around it has begun to weaken. Yeah. Much like if I put it in a plaster cast for six mm. weeks, it weakens. Yeah. And so you get to the doctor, he looks at you, yeah, you've got arthritis there. Okay, right, what, what, you know, what, what can I do? Well, we can give you some uh, anti-inflammatories. That might settle it. It might be something that just needs a short dose. It might be something that needs a long dose. Um, we can look at an injection, which is a, basically a steroid injection, which is a strong anti, local anti-inflammatory, super strong, yeah. really. Um, and um, and we might send you to the physio. Yeah. Right. All very good possibilities although you don't want to go down the route of the steroid injection too early you want to try and do it as naturally as you can Mm. which means the first thing is make everything stronger even the point at which you first felt that arthritis pain it was probably coming on before then yeah so you were probably changing how you move slightly flattening the foot turning the knee in turning the foot out all this sort of stuff. You were probably doing that six weeks before you even felt the pain. Yeah. So the weakness has been happening now for 12 weeks. Yeah. All right. And you've been concentrating on the other side. The body's been trying to say, well, keep off it. Yeah. That, that's what the brain's been automatically telling you to do. Mm. So 
the anti-inflammatory thing is good for a short term. You want to, don't want to be on them for a long term if you can help it. Yeah. The steroid injection is useful when you need a good, strong, super strong dose of anti-inflammatory. Um, but it, again, it, ideally, it wouldn't be a long-term solution. In some cases, it needs to be for a bit. Yeah. And then once it gets bad enough, then you can get surgery. Right? Mm-hmm. And the key there is what they replace a hip and a knee with is generally not got as much range of movement and therefore it isn't your first go-to option. Yeah. The sort of the three quarters of a joint that you've got is usually better mm. than a totally replaced joint. Yeah. And it's only once the pain gets so bad or the range of movement gets so bad and there's a timing issue, isn't there, of, of mm. you know, waiting for, for appointments and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. but you're trying to avoid that as long as you can. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, one really interesting uh, point that you picked up on is that actually it's interesting, isn't it, that you don't suddenly just wake up one day with arthritis, but you probably mm-hmm. get a pain that just starts and then starts and then builds and then builds and then maybe within a week or two, four weeks, couple of months period is then actually quite substantial. Yeah. And I think it's interesting isn't it, that we've got a scenario where actually day X, we've probably got about the same amount of wear and tear mm. and we're not in pain. Mm. And then we've got day Y where that's, like I said, that's fast forward four weeks, two months down the line and we're in lots of pain. Yeah. I think you've then got this scenario where actually if the, if the precursor is absolutely arthritis but then that's then not correlating with pain then surely there must be other factors at play yeah i think that's one thing that i come back to a lot when i'm talking to people is well chances are we didn't wake up two weeks ago when this pain started and we had that was the start of our yeah exactly absolutely um so therefore let's just try and rewind backwards a little bit and think well what's maybe changed in that time or what's changed your in the lead up to that time as you sort of talking about earlier and let's see if we can sort those things out and as you absolutely said you know let's get stronger i think i had a conversation with someone yesterday actually of it's almost quite difficult to judge this while things are as weak as they are Mm -hmm. let's get things as strong as possible and then we can Mm -hmm. almost ask that question of what's my function going to be like what's my pain levels going to be like when we're at that point yes that's um, so I think, the, I think the key bits here, there's a number of ways you can help yourself, all right? Let's take my own thumb arthritis, all right? I'm 47 now. Is this I'm a physio's thumb? This is physio's thumb, but it's more like young man stupidity thumb. This Fair one, enough. Right, so I'm, I'm 47 now. I was 22. I was working on a patient. I was trying to loosen off a chest muscle and um, with my thumb, right? Right. And um, uh, and basically, I was pushing, and I was pushing quite hard at the time to try and get this to work. Uh, and then I felt a pain in my thumb. All right. And what had happened was I'd, I'd managed to, you know, if there's eight, there's eight bones and there's eight bones in your wrist, and where your thumb meets your wrist, there's another couple of bones, and then there's a bunch of ligaments around there. Right. And what had happened was I'd, I'd injured one of those ligaments that attaches one of the small bones together. Mm-hmm. okay so what happens now is my thumb gets in the wrong position and once it gets in the wrong position it can because it's got a bit more movement in it because the ligament's not there it gets stuck 
And when it gets stuck, as I said before, the throb takes over my brain. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what arthritis, that, that's the same as arthritis. When you talk to people, you say, oh, you've got arthritis. Yeah, you have. Yeah. It's like a throb, isn't it, that mm. occupies your thought processes. And they're like, yeah, 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 that's it, that's it, that's it. So yeah. understanding that, that level of feeling is quite useful, right? It's a gift, my, my loose thumb. So, um, uh, so what I do is I make sure it stays loose all the time. Yeah. Keep it loose all the time and never let it get to the point where it stiffens. Mm-hmm. And that can apply to my thumb, wrist, finger arthritis, foot, feet arthritis. Keep those joints moving. Keep those mm-hmm. little joints moving against each other. Don't let them get stuck. Yeah. Traction them a bit. Pull on your finger. Pull on your thumb. Don't let it get stiff. Mm. Yeah. So you can stop those kind of things that way. Yeah. When it comes to the weight-bearing ones, if you get knee pain, usually it's the inside compartment of the knee. You get pain just below the inside compartment of the knee, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in it, it, the, the point we were making about you wake up, oh, I've got pain. That wasn't the point arthritis has started. Mm. What's happening is your brain's saying, this isn't right. How can we help this? My mechanics are wrong. I'm going to lay down a bit more bone i'm gonna change my foot position i'm gonna flatten my foot or i'm gonna i'm gonna rely more on my big toe i'm going to uh, turn my knee inwards i'm going to change my angle of my hip slightly mm. and all of those things are to try and offload that area yeah of, of arthritis but actually you don't want any of those compensations what you want to do is get more muscle and take those compensations away yeah all right. So the types of things I would do with a knee arthritis, I'd stick a simple insole in that would stop me from flattening my foot mm-hmm. as often. Yeah. Because if you think about there's 10,000 steps a day, let's say that's 5,000 on each leg. Mm-hmm. That's 5,000 times that my foot will flatten into the wrong position. 5,000 small irritations on my knee. I'm smiling because I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've heard you say this to me. No, no, not even on podcast. Yeah. I wasn't okay. even mentioning it a couple of times, but even just, yeah. I think if you were to run for political office, yeah. this would be your slogan. <laughs> That's 5,000 times. <laughs> 5,000 times. <laughs> so the 5,000 small irritations. Yeah, It's like yeah. being gently punched. Five, yeah. know, nobody would put up with that. Yeah. And, and yet we do it and we go, oh, it's just my nail. So... We stop that happening. Mm-hmm. We improve the strength of those muscles around the painful site because those muscles have been switching off because of the pain. Yeah. And then um, and then you can traction it a bit. There are ways to sort of hang a bit of a weight off your foot, which pulls on your knee, and that gives you some relief. We know that heating it helps or icing it. Different people like different things. Mm. We know that um, doing the right amount on it is key. Yeah. So each each person is unique. Each arthritis is slightly unique. If I'm the if I've got the type of arthritis that can cope with a big long walk, great. Mm-hmm. If I've got the type of arthritis that can't cope with a big long walk, there's there's a limit to how far I can go. Yeah. And and people struggle with that idea, don't they, with the pacing idea of things. Definitely, and I think getting the level right is really important, mm-hmm. isn't it, as well? Because mm-hmm. actually, the opposite end. So you you described there as someone probably being really keen to move but actually Mm. then there's the other end as well and i've seen it with people where it's almost like you know 
I, d I don't want to do anything. Surely that's going to help. Well, actually, no, because of everything we've just said in terms of muscle strength, the moment you start to do even less, we're only then getting weaker and the body is only getting less able to support itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so exactly. You've got to move on it. Yeah. You can't do too much on it. Mm. There's this whole balance of work. And, and ultimately, all arthritis do the same thing. Yeah. You take a scale, all right, zero to 100. All arthritis like to move. They like to move in the space between 10 and 90. Yeah. They don't like to be pushed to the extremes. Yeah. They don't like to do nothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. If zero is nothing and 100 is extreme, they like to work between 20 and 80, 10 and 90, somewhere around there. They yeah. don't like to work. but And they definitely don't like to do nothing. And they definitely don't like to do extreme. Yeah. That feels like a really good point to end on. Yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you very much, Matt. All right. Pleasure as always. Yeah. I think the take home definitely is that there are things we can do for OA and wear and tear. And I think that extreme point is, like I said, a good one to finish on. Brilliant. Nice right. one. Thanks again, mate. Yeah, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So as always, thanks again for listening. If you want to check out other episodes and podcasts that we have done, find us on Spotify and iTunes at Response Physio Podcast. If you could also leave us a review, that would be great and much appreciated. And until then, we'll see you on a future episode trying to help you keep moving and keep you healthy. Take care, everyone.